Hey guys, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Get a podcast where we learn, where we study, or we grow. We try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. Again, we're so thankful that you guys are here with us, that you found us. Uh, you can listen to more of When the Scriptures Become Real anywhere you can get your podcast. You can also watch the uh, video portion on YouTube as well and subscribe there. And you can also follow on on uh, Facebook and also on Instagram and follow us there. So we're so thankful that you're with us today as we study. All right, so today's topic is three ways to help a Christian man. Three ways to help a Christian man. You know, as we talk about this topic, you know, dad was going through Proverbs 31 uh, this past Sunday. And one thing that, that stuck with me as he talked about it was he said he couldn't do his job without a virtuous woman and most preachers and most men can't be who they are without virtuous women with them. And so here's some, some ways and some things that, that young ladies through the scripture, what you guys can do for us, um, as you can help us grow and mature and lead, you know, so many times and rightfully so, you know, we talk about the ways that we can help a, a woman, right. In terms of our leadership in terms of loving her, in terms of sacrificing ourselves as Christ sacrificed for the church, right? Ephesians 5, you know, being the band, the husband around the house. So there's so much, you know, for guys to do for women. And there's there's so much that we can talk about with that in a later podcast too. So we won't forget the guys. But here in this specific podcast today, we want to look at a couple ways that you as young ladies, what you can do for a Christian young man. So number one, the first thing you can do for a Christian young man is be patient with him. Be patient with him. You know, in Colossians chapter three, uh, in verse number 12, Paul writes there to the church at Colossae, and he mentions some things that the church needs to put on. And so in verse 12, he says, therefore, as the elective God, holy and beloved, put on, notice this, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness and our word patience or long suffering you know there's nothing more beautiful to me you know i'll, I'll kind of get into me here but other guys too there's nothing more beautiful than a person that's patient with you because naturally as guys it takes us if y'all haven't noticed already it takes us a little longer to get some things than it does for women prime example right here's a here's a here's a story that happened at camp there was a guy at camp and uh a young lady was kind of standing next to him and talking to him a little bit more and being more nice to him than usual right so you know he really didn't notice so then his dad came up to him and was like hey so have you noticed like anything different this week he's like nope not at all he's like well i noticed the chicken nuggets were different <laughs> I was like, so the only thing you noticed was that the chicken the chicken nuggets were different than last year? He's like, yeah. So the dad was like, yeah, he'll learn. <laughs> he'll learn. So it takes a little bit longer for us guys to get stuff. And so it's it's so nice to have women that are patient and women that are kind with us. And so, again, from Colossians chapter 3, so how can you learn to be patient and kind with him? One thing that is so vital to a woman's kindness is her love for God. So if she loves God and if she wants to do what God wants her to do, 
then she will be kind to that man because God wants her to. You know, mom always taught me and is teaching me that you're going to need someone that's kind to you because it's going to be, you know, you'll get things a little slower at times. Sometimes you're going to need extra help. And so when that happens, she mentions this, you're going to need someone that's kind. You're going to need someone that loves the Lord more than you because, because she loves God, no matter what you do, she's going to continue to help you and to be patient with you and serve you because that's what God wants her to do. So in order for you ladies, in order for you to treat a man the right way, you have to love God more. You guys get what I'm saying? You have to love God more because if you love him, you will understand in your role, everything that you do is for your family. Everything that you do is for him. So now you are embracing that help meet role. And what you're doing is you're doing what Paul said in Colossians 3. You're putting on those bowels of mercies, but also you're putting on kindness and you're also putting on long suffering. And so patience is, is so valuable for uh, for a young woman to give to a Christian man, because that man is going to need your patience. There's a, there's a young lady. Well, yeah, she's a young lady. She's around our age. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to give her a shout out here. Uh, her name is Nancy and Nancy was someone that I went to, uh, that I saw while I was at preaching school and Nancy Jones was the wife of Matt Jones. And one thing that I noticed about Nancy was that Nancy was always very patient with Matt. She was very patient with him. And I talked to Matt about it one day. And Matt said, the thing that's different about Nancy, that was different than the other girls that he dated before her. He said this, that Nancy is my biggest cheerleader. So no matter what we do, whether it's a great idea or whether it's not such a great idea, She's going to support me 100% and she's going to help those girls to support him too. And so that is just an amazing thought. And I never forgot when he said that. And so, and when I saw her just follow him and support him and just help him out, it helped him to become better. And so doesn't that, doesn't that uh, mention that in Proverbs 31, that because of the wife's support, because of what the wife does in the home, that her husband is going to be known in the gates. But where does that come from? It comes from her love from God, and it also comes from her patience with him. And so that is just a, a wonderful thing that you young ladies can provide to a man is some patience. Then number two, as we keep going here, number two, the second thing that you can provide for a young man, uh, this is huge. This is big for even me. This is huge. Number two, you can seek how to help him. Let me tell you something. If you guys, if you young ladies want to want to make an impression, like a, like a genuine one, you know, not something to play around with, but like a legit, genuine impression on a man is ask him this one question, whether in person, whether through a text, whether whatever, ask him this, how can I help you? You'll, you'll have a guy faint like, what? Y'all remember, uh, <laughs> we joke around with this, me and some of the guys, uh, from camp and, and foundations and other places, we said, look, if a girl ever does that, y'all remember Scooby-Doo, whenever Scooby was surprised, he would always be like, er? <laughs> so a guy, guys mess around and say, what? She actually said that? 
right? And you notice when my voice gets high, you know it's real. Like, what? She said that? Right? You want a guy to be surprised, ask how you can help him. Ask how you can help him. Because so many times today, what so many of the modern woman wants is, well, what can he provide me? Well, what can he get for me? Well, I look good, so he should be able to do all this for me. Well, why don't you ask him how you can help him? That's that's so beautiful to see that. How can you how can you help him? And so I want you to notice this. Look at the book of Ruth. And I saw this text, and this was such a wonderful text as we studied this uh at camp last week. Uh a couple guys, we just, you know, sat on the porch and we were just kind of just studying this, and we're like, man, we've never seen this before. So I want you to look at the book of Ruth, and I believe it's chapter four. I want to make sure. Yes. So Ruth chapter four. Yeah. No, chapter three. So here's here's our context here. So in Ruth chapter three, Ruth and Boaz, they meet each other. You know, you can you can see throughout this this context that they start to like each other. But there's a problem. Boaz is not the nearest kinsman to Ruth. So Boaz can't be with her. So another man has a claim on her. So the problem is they like each other, but by law, Boaz can't be with her. So Boaz has to go through a series of things with the elders and with that nearest of kinsmen to ask them, could he be with, with Ruth? So it's a big problem here. So notice, watch how Ruth helps Boaz here. And it's because of some wise advice from Naomi. So now there's this problem. And so now notice what what Naomi tells Ruth, verse 14. And she lay at his feet until the morning, and she rose up before one could know another and said, let it be known that a woman came onto the floor. And so he, he brings forth the veil, and he, and he held it. And when she held it, he measured six measures of barley and laid it on her, and she went into the city. Now watch verse 16. And when she came to her mother-in-law, she says, who art thou, my daughter? And she told her everything that the man had done to her. Then she said, six measures of barley gave he me. He said to me, go not empty unto thy mother-in-law. Now watch what Naomi tells Ruth, verse 18. Then she said unto her, sit still, my daughter, until thou knows how the matter will fall. The man will not be in rest until he has finished this thing this day. So if you notice the way that Ruth was able to help Boaz was number one, she comforted him. And then Boaz called her virtuous. And so notice she supported Boaz and let Boaz handle the problem. There's nothing more beautiful to a man to have someone else's 100% support. Have y'all noticed that just about guys in general? Think about think about little guys, you know, little guys in the youth group. You know, all they need from their mom, all they need from their teacher, all they need from a young woman is for her to say, you can do it. And you can see that young boy get up and he'll do it. Because why? Because she believes in me. Because my mom believes in me. Because she believes in me. That doesn't change when that young boy grows up into a man. There's nothing more that energizes a guy than to have somebody that he cares for to say, I believe in you. <laughs> right? It's crazy. Like we talked about before. Think about every superhero movie you've ever known. Right? Superman. Right? 
oh, I don't know if I can do this. What does Lois have to say? I believe in you. All right, now let me put on the cape right now. He's good to go. Same thing with <laughs> with even Rocky. I don't think I can win this fight. Next thing you know, she comes up. I believe in you, Rocky. All right, let's go. All we need is that belief that you believe in us and we're ready to go. And so notice, but that comes again from your patience, but that also comes from your love from God. But notice what else that comes from you looking for ways to help him, looking for ways to help him. You know, so many times what happens is a a man needs help. A man understands that he needs help. But then the woman that he's with acts so selfishly. Well, he's not doing anything for me, so I'm not going to. Well, he hasn't been doing this for me, so I'm not going to help him. Well, I'm not going to help him until he does this for me. He's been doing this for me. Wait a second. Wait a second. Where's the servant's attitude? So don't you think he will want to help you if you're willing to serve him? You know, a story about, you know, that I told even with with my own mom, with, with dad. You know, they, they got in a fight one time and, and dad went upstairs and then mom still helped and served him. And so even though she was angry with him at the time, she said, well, because this is what the Lord wants me to do, I'm still going to help him and find ways. Notice the phrase, find ways to help him. You know, so young ladies, just try it, not not try it just as a as a gimmick, but actually mean it randomly. Just ask him, how can I help you? Can I pray for you? Can I do something to help you? That guy's going to have a heart attack. (laughs) It's going to be I mean, that's what we're looking for. Right. So ask how you can help. And then number three, the last thing that a kind woman can do is this is a big one, too is to, how do I phrase this? So another way is to show forgiveness, to show forgiveness and to also admit when you're wrong. So one example, there's a, there's a a couple that I've always admired as well, uh, Philip and Stephanie Patton, and they were from foundations and I've known them for a while, but there's one thing that Stephanie did that I've never forgot. This was maybe a year ago, two years ago, something like that. I was on Facebook and they do like a live stream for something that they do as a couple. And, uh, you know, at the time, Stephanie was kind of messing with Philip, not in a bad way, but just kind of couple sport, you know, just kind of messing with him, right, where they were live streaming. And, you know, most of us really didn't think much of it because, you know, she was just kind of joking around with him. But like not more than 10 minutes later after the live stream was over, Stephanie came back on without Philip. And she said, hey, so I know that Philip knows that I was just messing around with him, but I just wanted to apologize because I wanted to make sure that I always show him that respect, that I always show him, uh, you know, that reverence and that kindness that I need to show him. And so he knows that I was joking around and you might have known that we're joking around, but I just wanted to apologize because I wanted to show my husband that type of respect. I was like, what? That's awesome, right? She didn't have to do that. And she mentioned this too. She said they had a conversation and she said, Philip said, so what if the roles were reversed? So what if we were live streaming and all I did was kind of joke around on you? How would that make you feel? Right? So she was able to self-examine herself and how she can get better. And so that's just so amazing to see that she had that type of heart. And young ladies, that's a, that's a wonderful heart to have. Now, am I saying that, well, 
you know, sometimes when we go through these things, like young women should be patient. They should ask how they can help and they should also forgive and, and admit where they're wrong. You know, so many ladies sit there and when they hear stuff like this, they always say, well, what about the guys? Don't forget the guys. What about the guys? See, when you have that type of attitude, you're not really looking at you. You're so focused on, and you know what that shows? What You know what that shows me when you have that type of attitude? It shows that you're still waiting on someone else to do everything. So you have to, you have to be willing to do that too. So guys, guess what? We should be patient too. Guys, we should ask how we can help our, our wives and those that we are with. Guys, we should be able to forgive and we should be able to admit when we're wrong too. But again, we're talking about three ways that a young woman can help a young man. And number three, forgive him. Forgive him. And so notice if you have two people that are willing to do all all of these things together, imagine the good work that they can do. Imagine the the work that they can do for their family. Imagine the work that they could do for the church, right? It's a great thing that we can grow in faith and knowledge this way. So young ladies, if you do these things, I'm telling you, you'll learn to grow with him rather than demand things from him. That's why so many things don't work today. Because even our Christian women, they're demanding things from these young men. Well, wait a second. Instead of demanding, why don't you do some serving? Guys, instead of demanding, why don't we do some serving? And so let's learn to serve one another. And so what happens so many times is, is we get so impatient with each other. And what happens is we sit back and we wait on someone else to serve. Well, he hadn't done nothing for me in like three weeks, so I'm not going to do anything for him. Well, he hasn't said this, so I'm not going to. Wait a second. Well, why don't you find ways to serve, guys and girls? Find ways to serve. And once you do this, we'll do exactly what Paul said in Colossians 3. We'll learn to put on kindness. We'll learn to put on meekness. I'll never forget these things that these great women have done in scripture and those women that I talked about personally. And so three things that you can do to help a young man. We need help. (laughs) We need help. And we need help from some good women. And so notice, you as women hold a great superpower. You can either lift us up like Ruth lifted up Boaz, or you can tear us down as Delilah tore down Samson. You literally, women, you have that power. You have the greatest power in the world over a man. Women, you have influence over us. And so use your influence that I believe that the Lord gave you as a helpmeet. Use that influence to help lift us up towards God. Because if you notice in Proverbs 31, when you do that, your children, and your husband will rise up and will call you blessed. And they will call you a virtuous woman who can find. Isn't that a wonderful? Man, so many things that we all can do to get better, that we can all do to help each other. And I hope that as we continue to learn and study, we can do this with each other and we can keep growing in faith and we can keep growing in knowledge. Thank you guys so much. We will be back, Lord willing, next week with another podcast. Uh, We look forward to it. And we look forward to being with you all then. Thanks, guys.